What do you say, everybody? With Andrew Bone, I'm Mick Gillespie. It's great to have you here on Bama Insider and the Bama Insider YouTube channel where you have made us a smash hit. And I mean all of us, not just Bone and I. I mean you guys as well. Over 52,000 subscribers and growing. Make sure that you give us a thumbs up and subscribe as you watch our show today. Andrew Bone is our recruiting expert on the Alabama Rivals site. He's been at it for many, many years, even though he looks like a spring chicken. This guy's been going for a long time, and it's always great to talk to my main man, Andrew Bone. How's it going, man? It's great, Nick. How are you? You know what? I'm doing well. You know, I feel the you know, the incoming 8A game. There's a lot of excitement around Alabama football coming off of a number one recruiting class. I can't wait to watch this year's game just to get an idea of what the new players are going to look like in an Alabama uniform, what's, you know, the quarterback spot's going to be like with Bryce Young. And here we are in the process of reloading again. As we talk about the upcoming class for Alabama, let's stick with the defensive side of the football where Alabama's done really well. Yeah, they certainly have. I mean, obviously, you know, the last couple of recruiting classes, Alabama has really loaded up on the defensive side of the ball, specifically at outside linebacker. And, you know, we saw, you know, an outstanding group of outside linebackers in, uh, you know, the previous two recruiting classes. And I don't know if they're going to really load up at outside linebacker in this class. There's still a few guys that they're going after. We'll mention some of them here in a minute. Uh, I think linebacker class overall, is probably, you know, Numbers are probably going to be a little bit smaller than what we've seen in the last two recruiting classes. But uh, defensive line, defensive back still remain top priority positions and still positions that Alabama uh, is going to continue to heavily recruit. And I think they're going to try to sign several players at both of those uh, spots. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, I mean, you talk about the – you know, the defensive side of the ball. Is that what you feel like the biggest need spot is right now for Alabama? Well, I, I think there's needs on both sides of the football, but, you know, you look at on the defensive line, you know, I certainly think that, um, you know, defense, you know, defense tackle, um, you know, defensive end, and probably defensive end, probably a little bit more than defense tackle. Can Alabama, you know, find an elite defensive end in this class, uh, you know, that can come in and, and make a tremendous impact? Obviously, they're still recruiting uh, JT Tullamola, the five-star defensive lineman in the 2021 class. Uh, for those who are wondering – no decision yet. Just wait until the summer when he starts taking these official visits, which includes a trip to Alabama. So after that visit, we'll know a little bit more about JT. And you know, maybe if JT jumps on board, it's not as much of a priority in the 2022 class. You still want to get a, you know a couple guys uh, at the position, but uh, but I think with uh, if they can get JT Tillamola on board, uh, they're going to be pretty excited, pretty stoked uh, about the future of the position. Um, you know, I think defensive back wise, you know, Alabama really loaded up at defensive back last year. I think six overall defensive backs. Uh, but, you know, despite the high numbers, still going to be a top priority position. There's several guys uh, who are out there that we'll talk about uh, here in a minute. But uh, but I certainly think they're, you know, Alabama is still trying to sign, you know, five. I don't I don't know if they're going to get to six, but I would say at least four, uh, probably five defensive backs in this year's recruiting class. Well, for Alabama, you know, the the way that they were able to pull in the you know, the 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 hall last year, if they were to add another linebacker and the number what is he like the number one defensive player in the country already to this class? I mean, would that be the greatest class ever assembled? I mean, isn't it already kind of there? On JT Tolomola? Yes. 
I mean, it's a uh, it's a pretty spectacular, uh, you know, recruiting class. I mean, you know, in, at every single position. I mean, they, they have studs at you know, every single position in this class, and a lot of those guys are already uh, on campus. So they add one more, uh, and if it's a five-star and JT Tillamola, I mean, it, it's certainly going to be, you know, one that a lot of people are going to be watching and evaluating uh, over the course of the next few years. Is it, you know, can it be one of the best classes of all time? Uh, on the defense side ball, not just uh, you know on on uh, you know offense. You know I think the this defensive class is uh, certainly extremely special, um, and you know you're going to see a lot of uh, you're going to see a lot of big time players come out of this class here in the next couple of years. Let's talk about a couple of those guys. Let's start with Robert Woodyard, four star commitment to Alabama. Made that commitment in June of last year so he's been there for a while this is a guy that uh alabama is really excited about having yeah you know alabama has uh five commitments right now two on the defense side of the ball you know robert woodyard uh committed to alabama uh, you know back during the summer uh you know committed you know he was actually he missed most of his uh most of his freshman season missed most of his uh, uh, sophomore season uh, due to injuries, but now fully back to 100%, had a great junior season and, um, you know, committed to Alabama. Alabama liked him enough to take him, take a commitment from him before he was back to, you know, 100% health. And, uh, you know, they really like this kid a lot. You know, this is a guy that, you know, can play inside or outside linebacker, moves, uh, you know, really well for his size, you know, has been, uh, you know, competing in seven-on-seven camps uh, already this spring and, uh, you know, definitely a, uh, you know, tremendous athlete. Works a little bit on the offensive side of the ball sometimes, but, you know, this is definitely a defensive player uh, in college and, uh, you know, I know that there's some other schools that are still recruiting him, but uh, you know he committed to Alabama early for a reason. Uh, you know he's pretty uh, pretty solid with that decision. Yeah, I mean, and they got to him pretty early. Let's talk about another guy who's already committed. It's not like Alabama has a huge class right now of committed defensive players, but the other guy that's on there is a, a big defensive end named Walter Bob. Uh, from Louisiana, Nick Saban always seems to be able to go into Louisiana and get these these big defenders. Yeah, yeah, he was a little bit of a surprise uh, commitment when he announced uh, for Alabama you know, a few months ago, um, just a couple of days before my birthday. Um, you know, I think that's on February the uh, the first there. So uh, you know, he was a uh, you know, committed the week of National Signing Day on that Monday. Uh, so a little bit of a surprise commitment. Um, you know, this is about six foot four, about 250 pounds, but you know, he had a great, great junior season, you know, really started to, to, uh, to generate a lot of interest. I mean, Alabama was one of the first kind of big schools to extend him an offer. And I think it was, uh, you know, maybe one or two days after his uh, commitment to Alabama, he picked up an offer from Florida. So a lot of schools extremely interested in him. Um, you know, I mean, I'm interested to kind of see how much he's going to develop over the course of the next uh, couple of years. You know, is he, you know, potentially going to be a defensive end? Is he going to, you know, could he possibly grow into a defensive tackle? You know, I remember a few years ago, a guy by the name of Jonathan Allen, uh, when he first committed to Alabama, he was you know, six foot three, uh, about 240 pounds. And we saw him grow all the way into a, uh, you know, a, a you know, monster defensive tackle uh, at Alabama and obviously having a tremendous amount of success uh, with the uh, with the Washington football team, so um, I'm interested to see kind of you know how Walter Bob develops 
and I think he's pr- most likely going to be a defensive end. Uh, and uh, I think Alabama is, you know, extremely excited about it. You know, he still has some things to kind of work on off the field, but as long as he can get, you know, those things uh, in order, I think he certainly can can be a uh, you know an excellent player down the road. A lot of pressure when you're from Louisiana and you commit to Alabama as a top recruit, but. You know, since Nick Saban's come to Tuscaloosa, he's done really well in that state. Why is that? Well, I think he, you know, he understands that state extremely well. You know, he recruited it for a long time when he was the head coach at LSU. He knew the amount of talent uh, that's in that state. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of great high school football uh, programs, a lot of great high school football coaches. And, you know, I think when Nick Saban first arrived in Tuscaloosa, you know, it was one of the first places he went to was Louisiana. He even flipped um, uh, Luther Davis, who was committed to LSU. He was a U.S. Army All-American, uh, flipped him within just a couple weeks of being, uh, you know, the head coach at Alabama. So, uh, you know, he wasn't going to back down from LSU. I mean, that's a tough state to recruit uh, in because of the success of the LSU program. And, you know, a lot of kids in Louisiana grew up as, as LSU fans. They, you know, th- there weren't two schools uh, in in Louisiana. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't an Auburn uh, in uh, Louisiana. So you didn't really have anybody that you were, you know, really competing against. You know, LSU was the team that most of these kids growing up uh, in the New Orleans uh, or, you know, Baton Rouge or, uh, you know, Shreveport areas, you know, really throughout the entire state. They grew up LSU fans, but Nick Saban, Alabama, you know, they have, you know, despite, you know, the loss to LSU, you know, a year ago, uh, you know, in Tuscaloosa, they have really dominated that series uh, for the most part. And so a lot of these kids growing up, uh, you know, they've been watching Alabama dominate LSU and have a lot of success. And, and uh, you know, these kids, you know, especially kids from Louisiana who have gone to Alabama, who've had a lot of success. So, uh, yeah, I certainly think all those aspects help the Crimson Tide uh, when it comes to recruiting in that state, plus the relationships. I mean, uh, you don't have to go to LSU. You can go out of state and, and, and still have a lot of success and, uh, and, and still be, uh, you know, welcome back in your home state. You may not be welcome back uh, your first year, but uh, I think after that, most of them uh, tend to forget about it. And, uh, you know, I, I think Alabama does, you know, recruits to save Louisiana uh, just as well as anybody in the country. He's Andrew Bone. I'm Mick Gillespie. We really appreciate having all of you with us here on Bama Insider and the Bama Insider YouTube channel. Thumbs up and subscribe. And for those of you that are listening to this right now, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, the easiest way to say Roll Tide is by giving us a five-star rating. We're the Alabama rival site, and we're getting you ready as we talk recruiting with Andrew Bone for the next recruiting class. So you got to Remember, December's going to get here quickly, and you're going to want to know how Alabama got to where they got to last year, which was uh, number one uh, of all the recruiting classes, something that Nick Saban has made a habit of doing. All right, let's talk about targets for that recruiting class, Bone, and players that Alabama would really like to have. And let's start with another big defender, a guy named Walter Nolan. He would be a five-star, someone that Alabama would love to have. Absolutely. You know, we've uh, we've talked about Walter Nolan before, you know, number one defensive lineman uh, in the country. And, you know, this is a kid that, you know, just put out a top eight, uh, has Alabama in it. You know, there's, you know, there's some heavy hitters in there, some schools that he really, you know, likes a lot that he's going to take visits to, that he's going to he's going to enjoy the recruiting process. Um, you know, I think in the end, probably going to be an Alabama 
LSU, um, you know, Ohio State, Georgia, you know, the recruiting battle. You know, those are kind of the top schools uh, on his list. And he's going to take a lot of visits this summer. I think, you know, what people need to understand, what Alabama fans need to understand is, you know, most of these kids, and we say this every single week, but most of these kids have not been seen by the Alabama coaching staff. They haven't had a chance to sit down with the coaches in person uh, and really get to know them. Obviously, they've had these Zoom calls. They've, you know, talked to them on the phone. They're, you know, on social media. They're interacting with them on Twitter, uh, Instagram, you know, whatever it is. But in terms of, you know, actually sitting down with these coaches and getting a chance to know them and having their parents sit down with these coaches and, and uh, you know, meet with academic support staff and, you know, tour the campus and see, with you know, where they would be living if they did decide to go to Alabama and meet with, you know, Jeff Allen and, and the, uh, you know, the training staff and, uh, you know, meet with the strength and conditioning staff, meet with those guys and really get to know them, uh, you know, really well. That's going to be really important for a lot of these guys uh, this summer, um, you know, especially the, these, you know, top end guys who are, you know, wanted by every single program in the country. Uh, and Walter Nolan certainly one of them. And, you know, he's a guy that really likes Alabama early on uh, in the process. I, I don't see uh, any way that Alabama is not in this thing uh, until the very end. I, I think they're going to be a, a, you know, a top contender for him. Um, you know, all the way until he gets ready to make that decision. You know, there's some other guys that are out there too, um, uh, especially in state. Uh, I think, you know, Curtis Perry from Park Crossing High School in Montgomery, Justice Finkley uh, from Hewitt Trustful. You know, these are two guys who are both in-state kids um, who have visited Alabama in the past, but at the same time, they haven't really gone out and seen a lot of different schools. They want to go out and visit these other programs. They don't want to rush in a decision. They want to, you know, make sure, uh, you know, they're evaluating these programs uh, from top to bottom. And, um, you know, I can't blame them for, for doing that at all, especially, you know, when it's been a year since recruits have, uh, you know, have really been able to go uh, onto college campuses and, and see different schools. But you know, those are two, you know, really big in-state targets for Alabama on, on the defensive front. Um, you know, Marquise Gracio uh, out of Missouri, uh, another kid that Alabama uh, has been recruiting for a long time. Um, Travis Shaw is a five-star defensive lineman from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Now, Travis Shaw didn't include Alabama in his top – I think he put out a top 13 back in the fall. Didn't include Alabama in it, but in a recent story, I think it was posted just a couple of days ago uh, on Rivals, he said that he plans on visiting Alabama this summer. Still think Alabama probably a long shot there, but with him saying he's going to visit Alabama, at least, uh, you know, is at least giving Alabama a chance. And, you know, that's all they can ask for. They want to get these kids on campus because, you know, when you get on campus, you, you really see these schools uh, in a different light. And, you know, all the things that Alabama, you know, has to offer, you know, all the bells and whistles, I think, you know, going to be really impressed. But I think what they're going to be most impressed with is when they really sit down with these coaches, when they sit down with these, you know, coaches who have sent so many players off into the NFL or, you know, graduated all these players or, you know, these guys are also going to be looking at academics, you know, who's going to be able to you know, sell their program academically as well. It's not just a football program. You know, uh, you know, these parents are going to come in, enjoy the visits, but they're also going to say, you know, they're also going to be asking the question, how are you going to take care of my son? You know, I want to make sure that, my kid, when he goes to your school, whether that's a kid coming from California or whether it's a kid coming in from, from Birmingham, I want to make sure that my kid's taken care of in terms of, uh, you know, 
I don't want him to be getting into trouble. I want to make sure that, you know, he's developing, developing himself both on and off the field. And yeah, I think Alabama does a great job of, you know, really selling that. And you know, Nick Saban, you know, really kind of a father figure to a lot of these guys. And I think a lot, you know, big reason why a lot of these kids end up going to Alabama is because they know that they're going to be, um, you know, well taken care of. He's Andrew Bone. I'm Mick Gillespie. Love talking to you here on the Bama Insider YouTube channel or whether you're listening on our Spotify, Apple podcasts. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're watching. Give us a five-star rating if you're listening right now. And don't forget that you can catch up with Bone anytime you want at BamaInsider.com where he posts all the latest on recruiting for the Crimson Tide. A lot of big-time defenders are still available. Not a lot of players are committed at this point, but starting to get there. Let's talk linebackers with Alabama. Uh, Who do you think will be the Crimson Tide's top linebacker targets? Well, you know, there's several guys who are already out there. Um, you know, Alabama already has one linebacker commitment in uh, in Robert Woodyard. Um, so, you know, I don't think it's going to be a, a really deep, big linebacker class for Alabama this year, but they're still going after some, you know, obviously some big name guys. Um, you know, you look at you know, a guy like Enai White out of Philadelphia, you know, a kid who's six foot five, about 230 pounds. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a pretty good, uh, I think you, the wrong linebacker right there, but uh, that's wrong guy. We're looking at we're looking at Eni Eni uh, White E N A I Eni uh, White. So you know, I think that's certainly somebody that we're paying pretty close attention to. Um, you know, he's the one. If there there, yeah, if there there you go. So if Alabama fans uh, remember when you know, the video came out a few months ago of uh, of Coach Saban having the uh, the video conference with uh, with a recruit that went that went viral. Well, this is the guy that it, that it was, uh, that the conversation was with. Now it wasn't his fault. Um, I think that one of his assistant coaches may have posted the video, but regardless, he remains one of Alabama's top targets and, uh, plans on visiting Alabama, uh, in, uh, in the summer, in June. So this is certainly somebody that, you know, we're watching pretty closely. Um, you know, Sean Murphy, who's a five-star linebacker has Alabama, uh, in his top, I think it's, he has a top eight right now. I would be sort of surprised if, if Sean Murphy ended up at Alabama, but, um, you know, I've just seen so many times, you know, kids in the spring, they may not have Alabama in their top two, top three. Uh, they may have them in their like top overall group, but then they end up visiting or they continue to spend, uh, you know, a lot of time, you know, talking to the coaches. Things change throughout the summer, throughout the fall. Uh, so they certainly somebody that we're going to continue to watch Harold Perkins, uh, out of Texas, you know, another big time out of state kid that you know, Alabama has been uh, been heavily recruiting uh, for a long time. Um, you know, I certainly expect him to visit Alabama uh, this summer. Then, uh, you know, a couple in-state guys that Alabama obviously uh, has continued to push for uh, Jeremiah Alexander, number one player in the state of Alabama. Uh, from Thompson High School was originally a commitment to Alabama, but backed off that decision. A lot of people thought he was going to commit to Georgia, but has not made a decision, has has held off. And I think that's a good thing for Alabama. Um, if he were to pick today, 
I'd probably still lean Georgia, but I don't think he's going to be announcing anytime soon. I think he wants to take these trips. You know, this is a kid who, you know, grew up only about 45 minutes away from Tuscaloosa. He grew up an Alabama fan. Uh, you know, obviously he likes Georgia a lot and, you know, strongly considering, uh, you know, both programs. So he's certainly somebody that, um, you know, I think Alabama, you know, still pressing for, still would like to keep uh, in state. Um, Shamar James uh, out of, uh, out of, uh, down in uh, Mobile at Faith Academy, down in Mobile. Um, I was about to say, for some reason, I was about to say St. Paul's, but, you know, got tongue-tied a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, he's at Faith Academy down in Mobile, um, six foot three, 210 pounds, plays on, plays on both sides of the football, uh, but mainly being recruited as an outside linebacker and certainly somebody that I think uh, Alabama has been pushing for, they really like, and, uh, you know, I, I do not expect um, – you know, them to turn him away if he wants to, uh, to jump on board. So we're watching Shamar James, uh, very closely, uh, been watching him pretty closely this spring to see if a decision, uh, you know, may happen. But, you know, as we all know, visits are going to start happening again on June the 1st. Kids are trying to go to as many schools as possible because they haven't really visited. They haven't seen anybody. Um, so I think that's kind of the reason why a lot of these kids holding out before making their decision, um, you know, one more in-state guy, T.J. Dudley out of Montgomery Catholic. A lot of people thought that uh, that he was going to commit during the spring. And we've been saying on our show for a while, give him a little bit of time. You know, I think Alabama, you know, with this being a smaller linebacker class, Alabama wants to make sure they're making the right decisions. They want to evaluate kids. They want to bring them on campus. They want to size them up. They'll make sure they're getting on accurate height and weight. They may also want to work them out a little bit. Uh, so T.J. Dudley is probably one of those guys that you know, they want to see just a little bit more um, you know, before they really, you know, kind of go all in on him. But, you know, he's certainly somebody that um, that I, I can see in Alabama's class as long as, uh, you know, he ends up making a trip to Tuscaloosa, working out. We've seen so many kids like that, so many All-Americans, uh, you know, that may have just had to wait a little bit longer. You know, I, saw, and I think I mentioned this a, a week or two ago, you know, Quentin Williams. He had a lot of early offers, and you know, obviously – he was a big time player, but Alabama you know, wanted to see, you know, they had not seen him in person. They wanted to wait to see him in person. They saw him during the spring a little bit. That's great. It's just one of the assistant coaches who's seen him. Coach Saban wants to see these guys in person. So Quinnen committed to, uh, to Auburn early on. I think it was like February or March, committed to Auburn. Nick Saban finally had a chance to see him that summer. I think it was, you know, the first or second week of June. He, instantly became one of Alabama's top targets. So it's nothing against the kid. You know, I think a lot of people take it in a negative light sometimes. Oh, he's not a, he's not a, you know, commitment or excuse me, not, he's not a take for Alabama at this point. It's not because they're not good enough. It's because coaches want to see him. Um, and I try to really stress that, you know, Nick Saban, best coach in college football, maybe best coach of all time, seven national championships. He can wait to see these kids a little bit more, you know, and, and that's what you know, obviously makes Alabama so good is they, they like to properly evaluate kids. You know, they want to see them in person. They don't want to just take, you know, a, every kid that they've just, they think has a five-star highlight film. You know, they want to see how they work in person. They want to see, um, you know, are they coachable? Um, they want to sit down with them and get to know them a little bit more, you know, from a personal standpoint, you know, not just from, you know, a virtual standpoint. So you got to give them a little bit of time. And then, you know, once these kids come on campus and then you start seeing, you know, the full court press, um, you know, whether that's, you know, a kid who's been rated a five star from day one, or 
if that's a you know three star kid that may have had you know three offers before uh, they showed up in Tuscaloosa. So yeah, get let let these kids get evaluated you know properly, and then uh, you know, then you really kind of get a chance to know who is the top target on Alabama's recruiting board. He's Andrew Bone. I'm Mick Gillespie talking recruiting here with you on Bama Insider and BamaInsider.com. Thumbs up and subscribe as you hang out with us. And don't forget, check out the site. It's a great time to become a member right now to BamaInsider.com for all of the latest on recruiting or anything Alabama, whether it be football, basketball, or uh, any sport that has anything going. And right now it just seems like every time you turn around, Alabama sports are doing really well. Let's talk about this recruiting class, defensive backs. Alabama does not have one yet, but that's Nick Saban's specialty, and I know they have some big-time targets in their sights. The good thing about Alabama, and I I remember saying this last year, none of Alabama's targets have committed, Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, If you looked at Alabama's defensive backboard and saw, uh, you know, five of their top 10 commitments committed uh, already elsewhere, you got to worry a little bit because you're only working on, you know, you got five more targets out there. You're hoping to get, you know, three or four of them and it's going to be hard to do, but you look at Alabama's DB board this year. And I think the really one of the only guys who, you know, off the top of my head has committed elsewhere that they really liked a lot. I didn't think they were going to get them, but they really like Malachi Starks a lot out of Georgia, out of Jefferson, Georgia, who committed to Georgia a couple of weeks ago. Even though it looked more like a, a Georgia-Clemson recruiting battle, they still really like this uh, Malachi Starks a lot. But same time, there's still a lot of guys who are out there that they're heavily recruiting that they really like, including Denver Harris, five-star cornerback out of North Shore High School in uh, Houston, Texas. You know, Alabama – you know, can they make it three years in a row where they've signed someone from North Shore High School? And he, you know, he's certainly somebody that uh, that they would love to add. Signed, uh, you know, Damian George uh, two years ago. Signed Jaden Roberts last year. Now they're going after Denver Harris. So uh, you know, I certainly think that Alabama has a great chance with him. Um, they're in his top four. I think they're probably in the lead. Uh, you know, it's Alabama, LSU, Texas, Texas A&M. Uh, but this is certainly somebody that, that uh, you know, I feel like Alabama has an excellent chance to uh, to land in this class. And he's going to be – I think he's going to be making an official visit late June uh, to Alabama and probably going to be making a decision before uh, before the end of the uh, end of the summer. Um, you know, he's really not the only five-star that, uh, that Alabama is going after. Another five-star is uh, Damani Jackson, five-star – Safety. Uh, I think he's rated as a corner, uh, but in my opinion, I think he can play really either or. Um, but he's committed to USC. I think there's you know a really good chance that he's going to make a trip to Alabama. Um, you know, he grew up a USC fan. You know, lives on the West Coast, so it's going to be pretty tough probably to uh, to flip him. But I think there's some strong interest there uh, from in Demonte Jackson. You know, to Alabama. So uh, you know, we're going to continue to watch him. Same high school where. Um, or Bryce Young played, and uh, you know Alabama certainly uh, you know been pushing hard. We've had you know we had Earl Little Jr. Uh, on our recruiting show on Tuesday. Great interview with Earl Little Jr. out of American Heritage High School uh, down in Plantation, same high school uh, that sent uh, Patrick Sertan uh, Jr. to Alabama. Uh, so that certainly has been a um, you know been a key. Uh, area where Alabama's recruited the last few years. And you know, Earl Little, certainly a guy that uh, Alabama's been pressing for. Um, he's going to make a trip up to Alabama in uh, in June. I think it's June the 18th. 
already has his official visit set for Alabama in November when the Tide hosts LSU. So there is very strong interest in Alabama. Now, you look at his um, his forecast right now, it's 100% to Miami. We can just go ahead and say it's not going to be Miami. As, as of right now, it's not Miami. I think there's two predictions on there for the Hurricanes, and you know it came a while back. But he says Alabama, you know, Miami, not even in his top five right now. His father played there, uh, but Miami not in his top five. Um, you know, it's Alabama, Florida, Florida State, uh, LSU. Uh, missing one other school. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of it right now, but I give you four. Um, but I, you know, I certainly think that Alabama. Oh, USC. He's going. He's visiting USC in June. Going to take all those other visits in uh, in the fall. But I think Alabama's got a, a great chance with uh, with Earl Little, uh, Devin Moore. You know, another really talented uh, defensive back uh, out of Naples, Florida. I think he's he's only rated as a three star. But this is a kid that's uh, you know right at the top of Alabama's uh, you know DB board. Uh, you know, they're certainly been pre- pressing hard for him for a while. Uh, Azariah Thomas, uh, DB out of uh, Niceville, Florida. Jake Pope, uh, safety out of uh, out of Buford, Georgia. You know, and you know Terrence Brooks uh, out of Texas. You know, these are all some some of Alabama's you know premier defensive back targets. You know, one other defensive back that you know I really like a lot, but I'm interested to kind of see you know what he's going to do here in the future is Antonio Kite uh, out of Anniston High School. Very talented basketball player. Uh, you know, just came off a state championship, uh, played one season of high school football and picked up a lot of offers, uh, including one from Alabama. Um, you know, is he going to end up you know, sticking to basketball or is he going to you know, play football? I don't think that decision has been made yet. Um, you know, he's got a lot of offers already in football, but, you know, still trying to decide you know, what's going to be the best thing for him and his future. Um, obviously he's rated pretty high, uh, in football, but, uh, you know, from what I've gathered so far, you know, hasn't made that, you know, decision just yet, but he's certainly somebody that Alabama likes a lot. They're, you know, pushing hard for, and, um, you know, if he does decide to make that decision to play football, I like Alabama's chances. Could he possibly do the same thing that, uh, Kool-Aid is considering and that's play both sports? I think he'd like to. Um, you know, I, I've said this. I said this during um, you know Kool Aid's recruitment and Taron Arnold's uh, recruitment. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to play both both sports for two top ten programs. You know, a top ten program in basketball and a top ten program in football. The amount of dedication and uh, you know work that you have to put in, uh, you know, to play at that level, especially to play you know two sports uh, that overlap each other, especially with a program like Alabama, who's gonna typically be playing in January. Um, you know, it, it's pretty tough. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I think he'd like to do that. Uh, but at the same time, pretty tough to do. Well, there's a look at recruiting right now as we move forward. Anything else before we bid everyone farewell today, Bone? Yeah, not really. I mean, I, I think, you know, a lot of people, even though it's it's only April, and we, last year we were in April, there was only one commitment so it's a little bit better this year. I think Alabama fans, for the most part, the ones who follow recruiting, I think they understand that this has been, you know, this is a little bit of a different year just because so many kids haven't been evaluated. Uh, and we're finally going to see kids on campus again. These kids are really excited. Everybody I've talked to is just really pumped about finally being able to go, you know, 
not just to Alabama, but, you know, all these other programs that they haven't seen before, you know, you know, especially kids in state, you know, a lot of in-state kids have been able to go to Alabama or Auburn. They haven't been able to venture out or a kid from California who wants to visit Alabama before they make that decision. Um, I'm just glad that things are starting to, you know, seems to be getting back to normal, at least on the recruiting front. And we're finally going to see kids on campus. We're going to see kids work out uh, and, you know, see kids take official visits. I I cannot believe we, you know, we went an entire recruiting cycle uh, in 2021 without seeing a single kid take an official visit. Um, And still Alabama had obviously um, a tremendous amount of success. Uh, so what, let's see what happens this year with, with official visits finally back on the board. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's good to see things starting to get back to normal again. And uh, the light at the end of the tunnel as far as COVID-19 and the restrictions and everything else. He's Andrew Bone. I'm Mick Gillespie. Don't forget, subscribe to our station here on YouTube, the Bama Insider YouTube channel. We love having you guys here. And every single day, Kyle Henderson, our managing editor, Tony Sukalas, our beat writer, Andrew Bone, who follows recruiting, and me, Mick Gillespie, try to provide you with the latest content on the Crimson Tide. And we love the fact that you guys are here hanging out. Also, if you're listening to the podcast right now, five star. That's the best way that you could say roll tide to us as we talk about the next wave of Alabama recruiting. And, uh, you know, what's the saying that, that Alabama uh, doesn't rebuild, they reload? Well, Andrew Bone's the guy that tells you how to do that each and every day on BamaInsider.com. Thanks for watching, guys. Roll